hello everybody and welcome to Freestyle Friday. I know it's been a while, I apologize, I did not want to go this long without a Freestyle Friday because I actually like doing these. I feel like when I do Freestyle Friday, you know, the world kind of settles down and all you hear from is just somebody that's been there, done that, and you hear from a real perspective and all is good in the world. Now, what I really wanted to get into was, first of all, happy Friday. Friday is a great day. You know, Friday beers just hit different, as you know. Everything is just great on a Friday. We're going out tonight. We have fun. We go out. And tonight, actually, speaking of going out, while I'm recording this, I lost my club virginity. Um... This one club in the Tampa Bay area, I will not name names, but I went to it for the first time tonight, and let's just say I got loose off the goose, uh, if you know what I'm saying. Gray goose, that is. I got pretty loose, had fun. Um, Most of the time at clubs, I'm absolutely fucking miserable, and I think that's the same for a lot of people. If I'm not in a good conversation, I'm usually pretty fucking miserable. Um, like, for example, I met this super nice chick at the bar the other night, and I had the time of my life. I was talking to her, we were going back and forth, you know, getting into some of that deep, uh, psychological type shit, and for tonight, I was just, I was behind the DJ, I had the perfect seats, you know, paid 20 bucks to get in. And I could not have felt worse. <laughs> Funny the way that works, you know, when you, you know, you're the prototypical alpha male, sigma male, and you're on top of shit. You're, you know, the man of the hour. You're on top of the world, if you will. You are the man of the hour, top of the world. And you're behind the DJ. You got the best seats in the house. Your boy's fronting the uh, the bill for the club. He's buying bottles of champagne, Grey Goose, uh, tequila. And you could not, you know, when those attractive-looking, I will say attractive-looking girls come by dancing and, you know, flashing lights. And they're bringing the bottles in. And you could not feel more miserable about yourself in your entire life. And I think... A lot of the uh, club industry is just ego. It's just for feeding egos. And I'm a person, I don't really have an ego. I don't know. That's weird to say, but I don't, I take pride in what I do. I take pride in my work, but I don't, you know, when somebody steps in and does something better than I do, I say, hey, thank you for helping me out with that. And I go about my day. Um, I think ego really is just the enemy of productivity because if I was to be egotistical nonsense I would you know snap that in the in the neck I would snap you know cut it off right away if somebody was being egotistical and I would just be like yo let me do this bullshit whatever it would be and that's bullshit if it's you know if it's getting done if it's getting communicated by the person that does it thank you Um, what I really wanted to get into this Freestyle Friday 
I think it was, this is going to sound silly, but I was thinking a lot. I was in my bed. I had just won the Beer Olympics. If you follow me on Instagram, I won the Beer Olympics. We did one event. It was beer pong because we all got way too hammered to do other events and it got way too late. But beer pong, I was Japan. I had, it was teams of two boys, two girls, myself, my fraternity brother, and these two girls, shout out Sydney and Hannah. They clutched up hard. They were fucking studs and we dominated. We ran that shit. Our only loss was, was in game one of the finals. Um, and then, you know, the deciding game, because, you know, they were in the loser's bracket. We had to, they had to win twice. We had to win once. They won one, and then we won right after that. It was unbelievable. So, and beer pong, by the way, my worst game. I cannot stand beer pong. I'm more of a beer die kind of guy. Beer die is a lot like golf. You know, you have a few beers in you. You're very loose, and you have a nice swing versus when you're sober. You're kind of overthinking, tensed up, and it's just awful. But I love beer pong, beer die. I love all drinking games. I love drinking in general, really, because, and I'll never understand the people that like smoking more, I guess would be my point, because do you really want to hear more voices in your head? Really, honestly. Do you want to hear more voices in your head versus less? That does not make sense to me. I'd rather take a Xanax and watch a movie, hear no voices in my head, or have six beers or go out and then come back, muck some leftover Chick-fil-A like I just did, and go to bed. You know, that's, that's the dream for me. But... I think the real thing is I what I you know one of those nights when I was laid up in bed and you by the way the other night I tried uh, kratom for the first time and if you do not know what kratom is kratom is like an herbal tea but it just mellows you out a lot um, there's some forms of kratom that they give to recovering heroin addicts and I'm not sure that that's the type I, of Kratom that I got, but I certainly got a certain type of Kratom. I chugged it as fast as I could on the Uber ride home when my boy picked it up for me in St. Petersburg. And I took two melatonins and I was out like a light. And while I was out like a light, I was thinking about a lot about my life, which is really strange to think about when you're you know, bugged out on fucking melatonin and kratom, but I was thinking a lot about middle school. Now, if you know, if you went to school with me, you will know that I was not like a very chill guy, <laughs> would be the best way that I could put it. I was a good student, I was a good guy, like my heart was in the right place, but I, you know, I was square pegging around hole. I just didn't really fit in well, and I understand that now, and I'm very happy, very happy in my life right now, but, you know, I still feel bad for a lot of that stuff, because, you know, when I was in middle school, I remember, you know, I just, I screwed up over and over and over again. 
I remember this one specific time that I, you know, had a crush on Nicole Tomasino. Shout out to her. Love Nicole. Beautiful, beautiful Nicole Tomasino. Going to Virginia Tech right now. I I had the biggest crush on her. She's the best looking. Still is the best looking. Ha ha. What up, shoddy? Ha ha. <laughs> uh, even semi-ironically, she still is the best looking. And I, you know, would hit her up and be like, yo, like, I like you, like you. Like I was in fucking Hey Arnold or something. Hey, I like you, like you. I don't just like you. I like you, like you. <laughs> um, but, you know, after that, that was, you know, seventh grade. But, like, eighth grade comes around. I was a very late bloomer as, as far as puberty. I know a lot of guys were hitting that shit sixth grade, seventh grade. But what really started hitting me was eighth grade, ninth grade. And it just it was bad like i i was i had so much anger and you know on top of that anger i was going through a lot with my family my mom had just got diagnosed with breast cancer and you know that for example that christmas we uh we got all our presents my brother and i we got and my dad we and my mom you know honestly we we got all our presents out of uh trash bags <laughs> instead of uh getting wrapped individually which is fine you know i've i've no resentment it was a very great christmas but i um i i just had a lot so much anger and you know when kids like you know would push my buttons i would just freak out on them i remember one time it was in spanish class it was towards the end of the class we were waiting for the bell and uh I'm going to call him out by name here, but Alec Lucier was uh, pushing my buttons. And, and uh, by the way, I'm very happy for Alec right now in my in Currently right now, I'm very happy for Alec in my life. He is super articulate, very funny. He's always been very funny, but he seems very happy. He's at URI, very happy, very cool, very chill. And, you know, I pray for, you know, I, I pray for him. He's cool. And I'm when I see you know it's social media is weird where you don't see somebody but you know you do see somebody in a kind of way and I you know I see him having fun he's got a attractive girlfriend and I you know God God bless him and the best to him but I remember in uh in middle school I I could stand him and he was pushing my buttons one day after Spanish class and I you know freaking freaked out on him and I pushed him over a desk, grabbed him by his collar, and, you know, I, I I feel so bad about it, I always felt bad about it, because that's not who I am, I'm not a, I'm a lover, not a fighter, and I just wish that I could have, current me could have gone back in time and just talked to past me, but obviously that's not the way it works, but I freaked out on past Alec Lucier because current Alec Lucier is awesome but I freaked out on past Alec Lucier um and just was pushing over a desk and some bullshit and you know he was obviously uh cool with himself enough to react very chill and not get into a huge fight but I was 
very unhappy in my life in that point. And I feel like that uh, middle school for me was a lot of figuring myself out. I was not, I don't think I was happy until my senior year of high school, honestly. I never had that crew of friends, that really cool group of guys until my senior year of high school. Um, and then up until then, you know, I bounced around a bit. I, I, I try and be friends with everybody, but until then I, I just, I could not name you, you know, my core group cause I don't have one. I just try and be friends with everybody. And part of that has paid off, you know, where it's a summer of fucking going to our sophomore year of college and Tom Wall and Thomas Ware call me and they're like, yo, come get fucked up with us. And, you know, me and Mike Berg go and get fucked up with Tom Ware. But at the same time, you know, I never had that core crew. I'm very happy, very happy, you know, it, part of me, I, for a long time, I was jealous of the people that had their squad, you know, squabs and yobs versus fucking uh, Raph Simmons very jealous of that that they had their core crew of friends but you know i think over time your circle just gets smaller and smaller and it doesn't even matter at that point because i know mine certainly has because i never had a circle to begin with versus now my circle it's gotten just from senior year to now it's just shrunk and shrunk and shrunk and i met new people I'm happy in my life right now, and that's all that matters to me. But I was a weird kid. I was definitely weird in middle school. I just wish, you know, there is a song by a country singer, and it's um, a letter to my 13-year-old self. And as cheesy as that sounds, I wish I could write a letter to my 13-year-old self. I wish I could go travel time travel maybe and you know 13 my 13 year old self if i could travel back all this time that would be you know a a letter or a message my 13 year old self would be you know october 21st 2013 maybe 2014 no 2015 i'm very stupid 2015 so that's six years ago yeah, yeah, yeah that's six years ago okay that makes sense so october 2015 i had just gotten my braces off i was wearing a retainer what do i go back what you know what do i go back and tell a kid versus what do you go back and tell your 13 year old self and like i said there's a country song about letters to your 13 year old self and what I would honestly tell them is don't worry so much about what people think. Um, for a long time in my life, I was not happy. I was miserable. All I did was care about you know, being popular or being well-liked. Uh, I want everybody to like me, which is not necessarily bad, but it was just like, dude, just be comfortable in your own skin. Um, through through weightlifting and you know all that stuff I was way more comfortable with myself in high school but I was still so insecure 
just because I wasn't good at sports. You know, I wasn't the uh, the starter or the stud. And as much as I wished I was, I wasn't. I wasn't, you know, A-list stud type shit. And, you know, God had a different plan for me, and I'm all right with that. But I just wish that my 13-year-old self and my 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old self had just been all right, been comfortable with himself and his own skin. And that would be ideal. If I was comfortable with myself and my own skin, I would have had a much better high school career. Because I would not have given a fuck about girls, would not have given a fuck about, you know, getting laid. I think, <laughs> you know, speaking of getting laid, you know, I get laid a shit ton now, I'm in college, I'm a frat douchebag, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, obviously that, that last part was ironic, but I think that, you know, if I had just been realistic with myself, just been like, yo, nobody gets laid in high school. And if they get laid, very rarely, you know, one, two bodies max. You know what I mean? Look at, like, Jay Coulter right now at Florida State. That kid's putting up, like, 10, 12 bodies a week. Kid's a fucking stud, and he's going to be putting up 10, 12 bodies. And he, he went to UMass for a semester. Dude, fuck UMass. But I'm rambling. But my point being that it's just I was so hard on myself. You know, everything that went wrong in my life, it's all my fault. You know, every little hiccup with a relationship who with girls that I actually liked, I put myself out there for, I don't know, probably one girl that I will not mention by name. But I really liked her. I really, really liked her, and um, I I went out with her a few times, you know, hit Dunkin' Donuts, got our hot chocolate, this, that, the other thing. This was December 2019, right before COVID, and then I I really liked her, and then she just said, it's not going to work out, I don't really feel that way, and uh, that really hurt me a lot, and I don't like people... I don't like being hurt, you know, so, you know, what's the next thing I do, I, I turn to alcohol, and I, which, by the way, this is not a, uh, a fuck alcohol <clears throat> kind of statement, because alcohol is the, the worst for your body, but objectively, in my opinion, the best drug, um, but I think that you know, I, so she says this to me, you know, she's like, I'm like, please, can we talk about it? No. So I turned to alcohol, drunk texting, all this bullshit, and I just make it way worse for myself. And that is something I have to hold with me for the rest of my life that I fucked that up. And I think a lot of it is something that I learned a lot from. And I'm happy that I learned a lot from my happy. I'm happy that I had that experience um, because I just think that if you don't have these experiences where you just get your heart ripped out of your chest or you just you don't get that giant kick in the balls that, you know, you're worse off because of because when it happens to you, you're not going to be ready for it.
but you know I wish I the 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 point being that I just wish I could write a letter to my 13 year old self maybe my 12 year old self we're looking at you know maybe 2014 I'm going out with my friends I just would like to tell that guy like hey you know don't worry about all these clicks don't worry about all this nonsense you're gonna find your way please keep being yourself please just focus on your school do well in school focus on yourself study a little bit every day and just keep going just keep going I think just keep going is one of the most powerful messages I've ever received from anybody and I think we should all just keep going it, it's so frustrating to me because I've you know I've been at a point where I don't want to keep going why would I want to keep going I'm miserable you know I'm going to th- I, I'm I'm cutting out of class on Thursday Fridays going to therapy and then I'm going to lacrosse games 2019 you know and therapy was so chill by the way if you're ever thinking about it just do it um it was so chill i'm a junior in high school you know as a junior you have a lot of stress on you but so i uh i schedule all my appointments with the therapist on fridays for like i don't know like 145 and the uh the office is like 45 minutes away so i get out of class at one on friday afternoons go there you know talk and then i'm on the bus for lax at three for games and that was so fucking chill but obviously don't abuse that bullshit but also um but yeah yeah. before i get to that next point i think that if you really want to seek help you just want to tony soprano in general made having a therapist cool a lot of those shows made having a therapist cool like therapy is not some nonsense that you just talk to some bullshit ass motherfucker and you just you know it's not that if you have a lot on your plate like i did because i'll be honest i'll be brutally honest my parents are old they're old as shit michael and i probably should not have been born (laughs) um my parents are very fucking old and when i want to talk about like newer age shit they would never understand me and i tried it before i tried talking about problems with my old man and my mom and a lot of it would just be traditional bible values and christian stuff which i love and which i've re-embraced in my life however it was not what I needed or wanted at the time. So, and I found somebody that I could talk to, no bias, no bullshit. And it helped me through a lot. Whereas to the point now where I could say, if I talk to him now, he would be blown away because he'd be like, wow, like, is this even the same kid that was a junior in high school that was, you know, failing chemistry? Versus now he's a fucking stud, frat douchebag. And he is crushing life, getting good grades. Yes, same kid. 
He just figured his life out. I think that if you need help, please seek it. But definitely talk to people, talk to your friends, talk to your family. All right, that is going to do it for Freestyle Friday. I am, by the way, I will add this last point that if you want to help yourself, the best way to do that as fast as possible would to be reading self-help books. I've read, I'm a student of Dale Carnegie, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and How to Stop Worrying, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. Those are two fantastic books. I'm more than happy to give them away. Those and anything by Norman Vincent Peale, The Power of Positive Thinking for Young People. I think The Power of Positive Thinking for Young People is one of the best books I've ever read, without a doubt. Um, I'm not a big religion guy. Um, I believe in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But whatever religion you believe in, there is definitely a undeniable spiritual world outside our own. But the main point being that what Norman Vincent Peale talks about, and you know, you can Google him, you can call him a fraud, you can call him this and that. But when he talks about just trying to live a better human experience and a better life, uh, it's hard to deny him the stuff of that and I'm very blessed to have read his books that my dad gave me and I think that listen we could all benefit from reading a little bit more no but I digress all right uh happy Friday god bless you all I'm too blessed you know I was a trouble kid in middle school And I'm so blessed and so happy that I have grown so much, overcame all that nonsense. And I am very happy for all the people that overcame their nonsense with me. So God bless. I'd love to have a few beers with any of you over the summer. And I will see you guys later. Happy Freestyle Friday. See you guys later. Peace.